King is exalted on high. I will praise Him. He is exalted forever, exalted, and I will praise His name. He is the Lord forever. His truth shall Praise the Lord. It's chat time again. Yes, praise the Lord. It is chat time again. Now, this week, we will continue to discuss current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So, we're going to continue with current events. Some are new, some are not so new, but today I want to talk about Hillsong. Someone sent me this article. There, Hillsong, the topic says, Mega Church exposed docu-series to air on Discovery Plus on March 24th. Exposed. I don't know. Discovery Plus on just recently released the trailer for its up- upcoming original three-part documentary series about Hillsong Church, saying it will explore the high-profile star-studded church's alleged exploitation, abuse, and cover-ups of the global movement. I mean, okay. I don't know. The docuseries will pull back the curtain and give viewers a look into the world of Hillsong, um, exposing uh, the profile numerous ex-members of the church who have become forward en masse to share harrowing allegations of the trauma, abuse, financial and labor exploitation, and homophobia that created a culture of chaos at Hillsong. Well, I, well it sounds like is that Hillsong took a stand against some things that people are considered to be woke. Like this one woman said, she was once woke, but now she's awake. <laughs> she's no longer woke. So, <laughs> so I'm thinking Hillsong, this homophobia, you know, they probably put their foot down as far as some things that they just, just could not allow. But what I used to find interesting about Hillsong is that the artists, the people who wrote the songs, they really were truly given credit for their own work. Now, I think that might have caused 
some anxiety and some resentment, but uh, you know, I'm always skeptical about people who leave something and then right. they they accuse or they condemn, but the the other party they don't have a chance to respond. You know, so it's just out there. So the trailer shows scenes from worship services interspersed with interviews and photos of scandal-ridden headlines. <clears throat> One woman said that this was clearly going to be a place where I could call my home, but that clearly wasn't the case, and it almost took my life. I guess we're going to have you to know, yeah, watch it to, to yeah. know what she means by that. Yeah. It's also going to examine how the star-studded Hillsong was able to grow into a global brand that attracted high-profile celebrity attendees, unearth the truth behind headlines of recent scandals, and shine a light on the fine line between culture, corporation, and cult. <clears throat> well, I, I don't know about... Uh, <laughs> All, all of that. I mean, it just seems to me that it started out with with, with praise. But when you have a mega church, you know, it, it, when Jesus had twelve disciples and one of them was the devil, when you <laughs> when you have a mega church, it is very difficult because you have to have ministers underneath you. You're delegating, so you don't know exactly at all times what's going on. You can only pray, just like even with Israel, but when they had their judges. You had some judges that were just, and then you had some, like Samuel, his sons weren't good judges, you know, and uh, you have people who are over the over others, and they're supposed to be just, but look at Eli's sons, they weren't. So, no, they weren't. Right, so that, that's, they were governing a whole nation, so when you have a mega church, you're going to find... I don't think it's avoidable. You're going to find a lot of discrepancies and perhaps corruption. You know, you're going to find that. So following the BBC film's release, Hillsong released a statement saying, the storylines in the film do not reflect reality. Most of the footage that demonstrated the positive impacts of our church were relegated to the cutting room floor and erased from the final cut of the document, documentary. Hillsong said, we strongly refute the many aspects of the film that fail to meet a basic level of journalistic integrity and commitment to the truth. And, and the other thing is, if I was Hillsong, I never would have agreed to them coming in to film a documentary. Just like I don't agree when people want to come in and they want to film a service. I don't, I don't believe in that. I believe it should be between uh, the parishioners and the Lord, and there should be a time of worship. And it's such a personal uh, connection between God and, and the saints. I just don't believe I would have ever let them come in to film anything. I don't, well, I not, don't not a service, not like that. And well, I, we're going to have to. You can't trust journalists. <laughs> that, that's no, a, that's true. You can't true. trust the media. That's can't true. let everybody in your house. Right. That's right. That's true. You know, they cut and splice and... You know, it's not always... Try to spot out your liberty. <laughs> yes, right. So anyway, this isn't exactly new, but it is this year, this um, article someone sent me about Oregon Court affirms a ruling against a Christian bakery that rejected a lesbian wedding cake but removes the $135,000 fine. 
while an Oregon appeals court recently overturned a $135,000 fine for a Christian couple refusing to bake a cake for a same-sex wedding, a three-judge panel maintained that the couple violated a state law barring discrimination based on sexual orientation. Aaron and Melissa Klein, the co-owners of the former Gresham Bakery, Gresham-based bakery Sweet Cakes by Melissa have been engaged in year, years-long battle after the Oregon Bureau of Labor and Industries punished them for refusing to bake a cake for Rachel and Laura Bowman Cryer, a lesbian couple, in 2013. Hmm. Yes. So here what? it is Nine now, 20, yeah, 2022. On just on uh, in January, the Court of Appeals of the state of Oregon ruled that the client's refusal to bake the cake for the same-sex wedding was unlawful discrimination. Still, the court removed the fine requiring the couple, you know, that they didn't have to pay the $135,000 in damages. Um, so, because a, a bittersweet... I, I, it, it is, but the thing about it is that yeah. when you start enacting laws that actually conflict with your religious beliefs, then where the state has blurred the lines between the separation, you know, of, of, of church and state, because you have actually passed laws that certain religions say is against their religious principles. So that, to me, would be like a person walking into a Muslim bakery or a butcher shop and insisting that they give them pork chops. That, I mean, what's the difference? There is no difference. You know, insisting that they have a certain type of going into a Jewish uh, butcher shop and insisting on a T-bone steak, which I believe is non-kosher for Jewish people. So that, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So when it comes to the same sex, or it would be the same as if you were walking to uh, a shop, uh, a bakery shop that's run by white supremacists, and you say, we want you to bake a, a wedding cake for uh, a, a minority couple. They might say, no. Why would I want to take them to court? I, would, I wouldn't even trust the cake if they did bake it. <laughs> you go somewhere else. I know. I know. Here's another article. A man lost his legal fight again. It came from USA Today. A man lost his legal fight against a Northern Ireland bakery that refused to make a cake for him decorated with the words support gay marriage and the Sesame, Sesame Street characters Bert and Ernie. Oh. <laughs> the European Court of Human Rights on Thursday, uh, well, I think this happened in January, said it won't rule on Gareth Lee's request to overturn an earlier UK ruling supporting Asher's baking company. Instead, the court said his application was inadmissible because Lee had not raised the European Convention on Human Rights, including the right to respect for private life and freedoms of thought and expression in his earlier court actions. Lee said he was frustrated in the outcome based on what he called a technicality and said that freedom of expression must equally apply to lesbian, gay, bisexual, and trans people. You can have freedom of expression, but your freedom of expression shouldn't spill over to somebody else's freedom of expression. Mm -hmm. Instead, if you, if you want that, bake the cake yourself. 
This is just the latest turn in a seven-year legal tussle that began in 2014 when Lee ordered the cake for a same-sex marriage campaign event in Northern Ireland. Same-sex marriage became legal there in 2020. Mm-hmm. At the time, the Ash, Asher's Baking refused to make the cake because it was a Christian business and would not create products with messages at odds with its beliefs. Right. Courts in Northern Ireland found that the bakery discriminated against Lee, who is gay, but the UK Supreme Court in 2018 overturned the decision, ruling that the bakery did not discriminate against Lee. Subsequently, Lee took his case to the European Court of Human Rights in Strasbourg, France, and argued that the UK court breached the European Convention on Human Rights. In its decision, the European court said it could not rule because Lee had not raised the convention in his UK court actions. By relying solely on domestic law, the applicant had deprived the domestic courts of the opportunity to do address any convention issues raised, instead asking the court to usurp the role of the domestic courts. Well, all I know is that when you start getting political, once you want the cake baked, then you are, it's like a toss of the coin because the person that you're asking to present the political statement might say, it might not even be against the person's religion. It might be against their against their political views. Like say, for instance, if you walk into a black bakery and you say, all right, I want KKK written on there and I want the figurehead to have a hood over his head, you yeah. might say, no. Yeah. And just the opposite, right. you have a, you walk into a KKK bakery and we want the Black Panthers on there. Right. And we're like, are you crazy? Get him out of here. Right. <laughs> right. So a person has a right to me, to refuse when it goes beyond just being a cake until it's, it's now it's a political statement or a religious statement. And then they want you to go along with it, regardless of whether you agree with it or not. Say, well, no. And sometimes you just push the envelope just a bit too far. Well, here's, there's something very current here about the Girl Scouts and abortion. The... Um, Pro-life activists are boycotting Girl Scout cookies due to the youth's organization's relationship with Planned Parenthood and the support of pro-abortion public figures. And they produced a flyer that says Planned Parenthood plus Girl Scouts equal a bitter cookie. Mm. Say no to Girl Scout cookies. Hashtag cookie cot. Oh. It's time. It's that time of the year. You know, mm -hmm. they're selling Girl Scout cookies. And, you know, you see a lot of cute Girl Scouts flooding social media and news feeds and asking you to buy their cookies. Uh, you, you'll pass them outside of grocery stores or inside the grocery store mm -hmm. or, you know, anywhere you can buy them online you can you know there's a variety of places but while the cookies are delicious and tempting and if you care about protecting both unborn babies and their mothers and even those girls peddling the cookies you'll steer steer clear of the girl scouts they sold their soul to the abortion industry years ago says this article it came from the christian post 
Yeah, well, that's easy enough to do. I mean, the quality isn't the same. So contrary to popular belief, the Girl Scouts have deeply rooted connections to Planned Parenthood and groups that promote reproductive rights, which is code for abortion. Um, the Girl Scouts have denied this over and over again, and even Snopes, you know, that's Snopes.com, if you want to really know what is, is true, true or not. Okay. Uh, they tried to debunk it. However, Snopes also says that abortion clinics don't have quotas, which, you know, this article says, I can tell you from working at a clinic for eight years, they do have quotas. Right. That's but a back shame. to the Girl Scouts. When this person uh, worked at the Planned Parenthood, we had a tight relationship with the Girl Scouts. We had many girls come into our facilities for service hours, hours that they needed to count toward their badges and advancements. While many moms who lead the individual Girl, Girl, Scout, Girl Scout troops swear up and down they have nothing to do with Planned Parenthood, and they only do wholesome and healthy activities. What, at Planned Parenthood? No. <laughs> no, no, no. You know how they have those meetings, Girl Scout Yeah, but they said that some of the girls actually they, they went to swear, the, to the, the moms who run the troops say, swear that they have nothing well, to do with Well, then what Girl Scouts were going to the Planned Parenthood know, centers? The moms that didn't know and about not, it. <laughs> that's because that would be, that's one way, that's some, some way to earn a badge mm -hmm. to go in and assist in abortion. That is, or, or to work. What would they do? Volunteer to hand out pamphlets, whatever, while abortions are being done, and your child is there. And they, they are the very, uh, it's like the fact that a child is there. It's like, it's like a clear statement. It's like they're the very opposite of what the center I'm represents. I'm telling you, isn't that? Yes. Yeah. What is that, an oxymoron? Yes. Is that what they For call morons, that? yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's another article. It came from ChristianHeadlines.com. In Illinois, Illinois County must pay $370,000 for requiring Christian, a Christian nurse to perform abortion services. Um, and that's an attorney fees. Okay. And um, this is very recent. Sandra Roy, R-O-J-A-S, Royas, had worked as a pediatric nurse for 18 years in Winnebago County Health Department. Meant when in 2015 she and other nurses were required to undergo training that involved learning about abortion referrals and abortion contraceptives. She objected, saying that her Christian faith prohibited her from assisting in abortion services, although her supervisor gave her a temporary religious accommodation. She was told that the training and the abortion-related services were required to work in her position. She resigned her position and then sued the county, alleging it had violated the, her freedom of religion and freedom of conscious rights. Right. The judge sided with her last year, ruling the department improperly discriminated against her by refusing to accommodate her objections of conscience. And just, just a couple weeks ago, um, the judge ordered the county to pay $374,104 in attorney fees. Well, that, that's finally somebody with uh, some common sense. It's just like with the American Disability Act. 
It's supposed to make the working environment uh, as accommodating as possible to people who have certain limitations. You know, they recognize that. And so they also recognize religious objections. So the Court of Appeals upholds Biden, Biden's policy on tax-funded abortion referrals. Ugh. This came from Christian Headlines. An appeals court has denied a request by 12 Republican-led states to block a Biden administration rule that allows family planning clinics receiving federal money to pr promote abortion. At issue are funds for the Title X of Federal Family Planning Program for low-income patients. The 12 states, led by Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost, sued the Biden administration last year, seeking to restore Trump-era rules that blocked Title X money from going to family planning clinics that perform, promote, or make referrals for abortion. The Trump rules also required recipients to financially and physically separate their abortion services from the non-abortion services. But a federal judge last year upheld Biden rules and said um, during the week of February 10th, uh, on February 10th, that the federal judge on Tuesday, the U.S. 6th Circuit Court of Appeals declined to block the administration's policy. Planned Parenthood withdrew from the Title X program during the Trump administration, but began receiving the funds again when the Biden administration changed it. Right, because they're pro-abortion. They, they can't say they're pro-health or pro-choice. No, they're just pro-death. They're pro-abortion. Period. So an appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court could be the next step. And then this article talks about Biden's Reproductive Healthcare Access Task Force, and it's criticized by pro-life. Pro-life advocates are criticizing the Biden administration's move to establish a Reproductive Healthcare Access Task Force after 2021 was record year for pro-life legislation at the state level. So as noted in a fact sheet announcing the task force's creation, the body is composed of senior level HHS officials, health and human service officials, who have been designated by their respective agencies to identify and coordinate activities across the department to protect and bolster access to essential sexual and reproductive health care. Hmm. So it goes on and on. It's a big, long article about how... Right, how under this particular administration, you know, like the Lord said, under Manasseh, the innocent blood just flowed. And that meant the people were sacrificing their children, and the Lord said there was no way that they were going to get by. There was no way that he was going to allow them to escape punishment because he said he just filled the land with blood. And that's what the United States has done. And there's just no way that we are going to escape chastisement as a nation or punishment because the land is flowing with innocent blood. 
And then there are a lot of people that felt like Biden, Joe Biden should not have, President Joe Biden should not have showed up for the National Prayer Breakfast recently because he... <laughs> he, he's an idiot. No, because... <laughs> no, he's an idiot. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't regard stand, the Lord. Because of the stand on pro-abortion. He's an idiot. It's an <laughs> offense to God to worship him while advancing the direct killing of babies by abortion. Yeah, and that's not all he advances. That's, that's the whole thing. That's not all. He has no regard for uh, or sympathy for the, the working class or the poor. It's just not there. It's for the rich. And what did the Lord say about the rich? They don't do anything for the poor. Not, not, not anything. So the, the rich are not for the poor. That's, that's pure and simple. I said, don't they oppress you? Yes. I have one more article about abortion. The court reinstated a ban on eugenics abortions. It's protecting the most vulnerable among us. This came from ChristianHeadlines.com. Mm -hmm. A Tennessee pro-life group is applauding federal appeals court after it reinstated a much debated ban that prohibits abortions based on a specific prenatal diagnosis. Supporters of the law say it's needed to prohibit eugenics. The ban, part of the law known as HB 2263, makes it a crime for a doctor to perform an abortion on a woman if the doctor knows she is doing so because of the child's sex, race, or Down syndrome diagnosis. Mm-hmm. A federal judge previously struck down the ban in a three-judge Appeals court panel subsequently upheld the lower court decision. But just recently, the full U.S. Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals reinstated the ban. The vote was 11 to 6. So this provision in particular defends the most vulnerable among us and upholds the virtue that all lives matter regardless of condition or color. And it's time this state and all states take an interest in protecting those lives. Yes. So that pretty much takes care of today's program. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Now today's verse of the day comes from Proverbs 4 and 13. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her for she is thy life. Now ain't God all right? God, God is, is all right. right. Praise the Lord. Last week's Food for Thought was, what kind of eye do you have if you hurry and, and want to get rich? And the answer is, an evil eye. And that answer can be found in Proverbs chapter 28, verse 22, which reads, he that hasteth, hasteth, to be rich hath an evil eye, and considereth not that poverty shall come upon him. This week's food for thought is, what was Jonah to the Ninevites? Hint, the Bible, and that's food for thought. <laughs>